Good morning! Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday morning. Hope everybody had a great Monday. Hope you had a great night's rest. Hope you're ready and raring, ready to go and get your day started in the right direction. Appreciate all you wonderful people tuning in today, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> so glad you could join me for this morning's devotion. Yes, it should be a sin to be this excited and this happy this early in the morning. All right, my friends, at this time, let's do our morning pledge of allegiance. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path, and will hide its words in my heart, if I might not sin against God. Alrighty, as I'll say each and every day, praise God that uh, we can have and use these uh, wonderful pledges each and every day, the freedom to do so. Do not take them for granted. You know, looking at China, uh, here they have found people burned alive in their homes uh, because of their outspoken uh, ways against the uh, tyrannical communist government. And now I was uh, seeing on uh, Fox News that um, now they're telling their citizens to uh, have supplies of food and water as this uh, COVID virus here. And that once again starts ramping up that they may start quarantining households and, uh, and not allow you to even leave your home. And uh, you may or may not have seen on television the uh, huge protests. People's had a belly full of this stuff. Don't think that this kind of thing would not happen here. Uh, you know, here we've, uh, they could easily start saying COVID's on the rise again. You're already seeing a huge rise in RSV and flu-like symptoms. It could vary things like that. You, well, you saw they locked down things once before. So we got to be uh, on our guards and, and be aware of what's going on. So, um, you know, and I'm not trying to be fear-mongering by no stretch of imagination, but we do need to be aware of these kind of things. But not only that, but praising God that we live in a country that is free and not under communist rule as of yet, sad to say. All right, my friends, let's go ahead and look at our morning verse of discussion. Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 6. And then the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. All right. Bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts, as old Dr. Young has said many, many times. Uh, a few years ago, there was a boxer by the name of Macho Camacho, or Camacho, or Camacho. <laughs> you may know who I'm talking about. He was being interviewed on television. He was bragging about his wild past. A father at age 15, drugs, loose living. The sportcaster said to him, but don't you believe that as sports hero, you have the obligation to be a model for our youth? Camacho, Camacho, whatever you want to call him, shot back. Look, I did my dirt, but I ain't no Hitler. 
And that is the typical response, unfortunately, that um, we see in regards to uh, the topic of total depravity. You know, that you, uh, that you have the uh, people have, and also you specifically watching, but people have the attitude uh, that they are, um, uh, they have their faults, but they're not totally depraved. And here's the thing. We're not, it's not that we are as evil as we could be. You know, in fact, I think that's why as bad and evil and horrible as this world is, uh, that God is holding back uh, a certain amount of, of evil. It could be far worse than what it is. And, you know, since the, the time of Adam and Eve, uh, when they sinned, when uh, Eve took part of the, uh, ate the fruit, shared it with Adam, and then there we go, man. It's in the bloodline. Everybody was sin-filled after that. Those of the world might say, well, that's not fair. That's not right that we are also uh, 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 to be filled with sin just because I don't messed up. But see, you know, look at governments. You know, they, uh, uh, they, you know, they represent our country. And if they're corrupt, you know, it uh, goes to begs to reason how uh, those in that government are just as corrupt as well. And uh, I hope that makes sense the way I said that. But anyway, my point is that we are all um, with that line of blood uh, genetically we are predisposed to sin just like you may be predisposed to uh, high blood pressure or diabetes or you know being fat <laughs> you know whatever it may be uh, you know it is you're just pre we that we are all inherent of that and because we can't uh, you know save ourselves because we are sin filled uh, you know, that's why it took Jesus Christ to show us the way. That's why his blood had to be shed uh, in order to save us from a very real hell. You know, we as Christians, it's, it's a tough road. It's, it's hard because um, we want to do good. We want to do right. And uh, it's hard because, you know, uh, you know, that old saying of the flesh is willing, but the spirit is weak. Uh, I got that wrong. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Uh, because, you know, we, we try to do good, and we may do good for a little while, and then we mess up, and we screw up over and over and over again, and it gets old. You know, it really does get old. And, uh, you know, you think, well, what, you know, the battle is just wearisome. And, you know, it, it just, you know, you, you wish you could just do things right all the time and not um, hurt the Lord and do the things that are wrong. Then when you mess up, you're like, oh, God, forgive me. I screwed up again. You know, every single day of my life, I screw up. But praise God for his grace, his sovereignty, his forgiveness, his love for us. And so praise God for that, that he is a, that He does that for us. But um, I want to try to uh, find, um, there's something here I was wanting to read to you. Uh, I can't remember. Okay, here's what I was trying to say here. That's why I, I wanted to clarify when I was talking about government. Um I'll just read this whole little paragraph here. That way it makes more sense. Because I'm afraid that when I said it about government, maybe I didn't say that correctly. So let, let, let me, let's specify on that. Adam was a representative of the human race so that his sin was charged to all who followed. Some were protest. That's not fair. Several things must be said. First, there's nothing unfair about the concept of representation. Our entire government is built on it. The decisions our elected officials make affect us, but you may still protest. I didn't vote for Adam to represent me, but God did. 
God determined that Adam's choice would represent the human race. We have no reason to believe that we would have acted any differently had we been there ourselves. When our representative fell into sin, the human race was linked to him so that all born in sin. We are not sinners because we sin. We sin because by nature we are sinners. That is what total depravity means. So hopefully that makes more sense. I kind of threw that out there and thought, I don't know if that made a lot of sense. So that way there, it's clarified. And uh, that way, hopefully that will kind of pull that more in together um, for you to better understand what I was trying to convey there. But anyway, you know, Jesus Christ, you know, he talked about depravity in our hearts. In fact, in Mark 7, 20 through 23, that which proceeds out of the man, that is what defiles the man. From For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed the evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, adultery, deeds, coveting, and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things proceed from within and defile the man. And then again, we see Jesus teaches again in John 8, 34. Everyone who commits sin is the slave to sin and that only he could set us free. And so we see that time and time again. We see Romans chapter 8, verses 7 through 8, 1 Corinthians 2, 14, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, uh, Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. We see all these things, how we were dead in our trespasses and sin. It is Jesus Christ that gives us life. If you know, That's why we are predestined. That's why we are the elect. That's why we are the redeemed. We are sanctified, glorified through Jesus Christ. In and of ourselves, we cannot merit our place in heaven. We cannot save ourselves. We can never be good enough. And that is the problem with so many people in this world today. They think their goodness is going to get them in. And that's why you have the, these uh, these mega church pastors uh, who read the Rick Warren uh, baloney that is out there uh, in regards to the secret sensitive movement. And all they want to do is preach those things that, that boil down no more than to the level of New Age, Norman Vincent Peale, uh, Dale Carnegie kind of sales pitch, builds you up. It, it turns into a self-help session, a self-promoting uh, kind of seminar. And so everybody feels good about themselves. They leave all happy and giddy. And, you know, and that's it, what it is, we need to make sure that we, when we go to church, we're having those hard convictions, those hard truths, that we're looking at ourselves and that we are seeing those things that need to be changed and acting accordingly. And it's tough. As I said before, it's hard to make those changes in our lives that we want to do. And sometimes we feel powerless and helpless to do so. That's why we got to get over to Jesus Christ. And the bad thing is, the old devil knows our weaknesses. He's got thousands of years of experience, and he knows how to trip you up. He knows how to bring you down. And he knows how to, to make you fall into depression and to anxiety and those things that you know, sexual sin, whatever, that he knows is going to try to hurt your walk with the Lord and with others around you. That's why we have to stay on our knees. That's why we have to pray. We have to stay in the Word. That we're constantly looking in the mirror and not forgetting what we who we are once we walk away, as God's Word uh, talks about. But to actually see those things and make those necessary changes, to draw closer to God each and every day. So, my friends, that's what we have to do. And that's what I'm urging you today is to make those changes. Realize that God has not given up on you and that Jesus loves you. He died for you. And once you accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, it don't mean that the pains won't be there, that the battles won't be there, but he gives you the strength to endure and to persevere, and then one day you'll hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Let us pray. If our Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us each and every day to serve you mightily. Let us uh, be 
the soldiers you have called us to be. Help us not to give up the fight. Help us to not get down. And when the devil tempts us, and when we, sometimes when we fall into that temptation and we mess up, Lord, help us to understand your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. Continue the battle. Continue the fight. Lord, is there anyone watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you? Let him pray this prayer. Dear Jesus. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and protect us till we meet again. Watch over my uh, friends and family. We're watching and listening today. Keep them safe and well. They're going out and coming in. Lord, please be with uh, my kids and, and wife and all those uh, that uh, are families. Uh, just spend a whole age of protection about them. Keep them safe and well. Let them get to their destination back safely and problems and complications. Bring them home safely. And Lord, help us all to work hard, to be a light in this world of darkness, to not fall into temptation, to sin, and not to uh, fall into the traps of cultural society, but stand firm on the gospel of Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.